Hello and welcome to another episode of Love is Your Medicine Podcast. Have you ever changed the way you act around someone? Or have you ever let someone in your life affect your actions or your thoughts? And we're talking about in a negative way uh, to where you change who you are altogether or what you stand for. We've all probably have done this or felt this from time to time in our life. That's what we're going to be talking about today, digging deeper into that, uh, because it does have an effect on how we view ourselves and how we act to others. I'm happy you're here with me for another episode of Love Is Your Medicine podcast. Let's get to it, shall we? Yes, we are back. Like I said in the intro, hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode. This is episode number four. We're moving right along. I chose to uh, call this one stand for something or fall for anything. And I saw that quote. It's been several years uh, since I I first saw that quote and it really uh, it really had an impact on my life in a positive way Uh, I've always been the type of person if I believe in something truly believe in it then I'm going to uh, be all in And, and there's not very much that will move me or change my mind. It has to be something like uh, profound, uh, you know, to get me to change. Not saying that I'm just stubborn and not new, open to new ideas or anything like that. Not talking about that. I'm talking about principles that guide your life. We all have uh, principles and beliefs within us uh, whether it's genetic or talk to us uh, you know we, we have them and so do you falter uh, depending on who you're around do you let people negatively influence you to change what you believe in what you stand for and so that's I was thinking over the weekend that's kind of the direction I wanted to go with this because we've been discussing a lot of self-improvement doing things to better ourselves and it got me to thinking um, one of the ways we show that we truly love ourselves and respect ourselves 
is by standing for something, having a set of values and principles in our life, and sticking to them. And this can be um, as far as uh, actions go, relationships, how we look. We all have um, our personal preferences on dress and grooming. Do we let too many people negatively influence what we want to do? And as as we have this this discussion, remember, I'm not talking about um, anything outlandish or out of the ordinary. I'm talking if you are a contributing member to society and you're in school or you have a, a job no matter what type of job it is professional or um, blue collar you still have to have principles and guidelines in your life uh, for yourself as to how you act around others how you treat others how you look around others. That's what I'm talking about. So I'll give you an example of um, being true to yourself with actions. I had a job um, and it was a a call center type of job for big company, a big national company. And I was in the retention department So what we did, if someone called into this company, uh, whether it was for customer service, whether it was for billing, accounts receivable, anything, if they mentioned the word cancel at any point in that conversation uh, with the representative, they were sent to our department, the retention department, our job. We had a toolbox of tools that we could use to retain that customer. And so we had different things we could do to like uh, entice them to want to stay with us. So I was fine with that job because I always like challenges, uh, like I mentioned in another episode. So this was a good challenge for me. For whatever reason, someone wanted to stop using the services of this company or equipment that we provided. My job was to convince them otherwise to stay with us. So the problem I had was this was in 2008. Not sure if many of you remember, but the economy took a nosedive. People were losing money uh, in the stock market. Things were just bad. People's lives changing overnight. So we had people with small businesses calling in to us. Uh, A lot of these were couples. Or it may be an elderly person. And when I say uh, couples, I mean like an elderly couple who have a business that they're running, been doing so for years, but now they have to tighten up and get rid of expenditures that they don't necessarily need. So we had a meeting one day and they told us if you could get the person to agree to just keep their equipment, 
if you just say keep it for 30 or 60 days, don't have to pay, and then we'll revisit. And so they said if we did that and a person agreed to it, on the back end, they're pretty much saying that they're locked in to another two years with us. But the person didn't know that. They called back after 30 or 60 days. And then that's when we tell them, well, when you agree for us to waive your monthly payments for 30 to 60 days, you are agreeing to another two year commitment with our company. I did not like this. This like it went against everything I was brought up on. The biggest problem I had with it, one was it was just a flat out lie deception. And these are people who are working hard to provide for themselves and their families. The economy is already bad. I would have people calling in crying, saying they don't want to uh, tighten up, but they have to. They didn't know what to do. So they were just going down a list. Our company happened to be uh, one of the things they needed to cut out. And, and like I said, they're crying. I felt bad. Um, deceiving people you know telling them that I could waive their monthly fees for 30 to 60 days call back then and we'll discuss where you're at financially but they didn't know that they were being locked into a two year agreement so I you know I flat out told my boss I wasn't going to do it I, I said every time I talked to a person especially an elderly person and they're crying wanting help wanting to just cancel our service I had a huge problem with deceiving them and I said all I can think about is what if these were my parents or my grandparents calling in and I asked them how would you feel if, if someone did that to you and of course they oh this is business you know you agreed to employment with this company this is part of it you have a big heart we appreciate that but this is your job description and I still wasn't happy with it and they openly told me they would listen to calls that record calls that I took and if I wasn't offering that as part of it uh, that deception uh, I would be written up and it could lead to uh, termination as well so we met again a week later um, they didn't like my some of my calls because I wasn't offering that to people and I would just cancel I would thank them for being a customer of the company and I would cancel uh, their agreement others I could work other uh, options that we had available and if these people didn't want any of those options, I did not offer them to waive your fee for 30 to 60 days because I knew that would lock them in for an another two years. So again, managers met with me. I got written up and uh, they said, we'll give you another week. We're going to listen to calls. And a week later, I gathered my things after they talked with me and I left. Because I was not going to let them intimidate me 
or change values that my parents taught me. And and part of it, a lot of it has had to do with my faith as well. I'm not going to knowingly lie to someone and deceive someone, especially in business. I, I just can't do it. You know, what, what if it was happening to me or my family is all I could think about. So that's what I mean about standing for something or falling for anything that was uh, in actions. You know, like I mentioned earlier, another part of it is dressing, grooming. And we all have our own unique styles. Um, I believe you know, just depending, every person is different. Some things, of course, we see uh, like if we're out, you know, shopping or out dining or we're in a mall. We might see people with clothing or hairstyles, or jewelry or piercings that we might not agree with personally. But everyone, and I say that to mean everyone has their own unique style and taste. So think about yourself. You know, and this is something we try to teach our kids um, as they grew up. You can have your own style and identity as long as it's uh, tasteful and modest and, you know, nothing too crazy or out outside the box for our family. You know, every every individual is different. Every family is different. But within our family unit, we all have our own distinct styles and tastes, and we never uh, discourage each other in our family unit. And so myself, when I was growing up, you know, I had different styles that I liked. And of course, in school, you see other kids with, you know, the clothes that you might want and um you know, I know for me growing up, it was the shoes. Everybody had the, and I'm going to probably date myself here, but when I was in like uh, grade school, everyone had the uh, Chuck Taylor All-Stars and they were like the canvas and it was either the low top or the high tops. Everybody wanted to wear those. And then the leather shoes came out. Uh, the tennis shoes, they were all leather. So, you know, you had the uh, Adidas and uh, Nikes. And so, you know, of course, you want to stay in s- style with everyone. So, you know, you don't stick out like a sore thumb. And that's just how it is growing up in school. But still, even then, I had my own style. Everybody wanted to wear the, uh, the Jordash and Sassoon, all the other fashion jeans but I wasn't into all that you know I had my own style I got allowance and I felt like I wanted to spend my money on other things instead of focusing mainly on clothing like I still made sure I looked nice but you know those other things I wanted train sets racetracks uh, remote control cars things to put on my bicycle 
So I didn't really let people and uh, some days, you know, kids, are, they can be mean in school. So did they tease me some days? Of course. Did I let it bother me? I mean, if we're being honest, some days it might have, depending on what they said. But I didn't let it affect me to the point where I wanted to change who I was just so I could fit in or just so they could accept me. Because I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't really care if they accept me. I don't really care if they like me. And that's just how I've always been. I've never been a follower. Even when I was young, I'm not a follower. I have people that um, who I look up to and I admire things they do or say or what they stand for. And I might emulate different things from different people. But one thing I've never been is a follower just to do things or say things just to fit in, just to be accepted by what people, you know, think is quote unquote normal. You know, that's not me. And my wife, she isn't like that. And like I said, we try to instill that in our our children as they grew up. And now, uh, you know, they're young adults. Make your own identity. Figure out who you want to be in life. What you stand for. And don't let anyone change that. Or affect you. Why? Because as soon as we try to make other people happy and falter on what we believe in and our likes and what we want out of life, what makes us happy, as soon as we start to falter on that, uh, we start losing our identity. We stop loving ourselves like we should be. We stop caring for ourselves properly. And, you know, it's sad when you really think about it, especially uh, when it comes to our young ones. The world is a lot different now than it was when I was young. You know, I'm 53. We had our challenges growing up being young then but it was I would say different uh, social media social media has really really changed our world and some days I just I flat out feel sorry for the young ones these days because social media has such a huge effect on them not only young ones but adults as well but really young ones who haven't had that experience in life and might not have the full knowledge that older ones have you know I feel sorry for them uh, because as young ones they want to fit in they have this identity or how they want to dress but you know what if they're ridiculed what if they're teased you know so this carries on into adulthood as well. Um, I, when I lived in Atlanta, I really looked up to a, a, a coworker of mine. We worked in a in an office. We were in a software company, 
and she wore her ha- uh, hair in short braids. Always looked nice and presentable. Always had on um, either business casual or professional uh, outfits every day. Always looked nice and professional. And at times, uh, some of our car- colleagues would make a comment about her hair because, you know, short braids. And of course, you know, like usual, they try to act like it's meant in a joking way. But why would you even say anything about that? Does her hair have any direct effect on you? You know, and we had clients coming in weekly, sometimes uh, every day of the week. She looked presentable. She looked nice. She handled her business well. Made a lot of money for the company. But yet and still, every once in a while, someone would make this offhanded remark. And I asked her one day, I was like, does it bother you when they, you know, make a comment about you? Because, you know, this is the way you want to wear your hair. And she said, I could care less. I don't care what they say. Are they paying for my uh, hairstyle? And I was, you know, I took that to heart. She went unfaded. And, you know, I, I admired her for that. To have that resolve uh, to not look quote unquote normal in a business world. But hey, who can dictate that? Who dictates what normal is? Everyone, uh, we have our own unique styles of dress and grooming. And like I said, if it's appropriate and modest and you know, not outlandish then then stick with it don't let anyone deter you or uh, phase you and then back to actions Uh, I've known a lot of people even uh, some family members that may shy away from being who they truly are and not necessarily to fit in But just, they don't want to go against the grain, so to speak. They don't want to be too different from everyone else. I get that, and, you know, I can understand that. But, again, if you're changing just to please other people, are you really loving and respecting yourself? Can you look at yourself every day in the mirror and be proud of who you are and what you accomplished that day, what you stood for that day? And that's something we all have to ask ourselves because we know personally what our belief system is or what we stand for, the principles in our lives. So you just, you know, I challenge you to think about it. Think about 
uh, things in your life, people in your life, and just, you know, really honestly evaluate, is there anything that you are doing or saying that might not be um, showing who you truly are or who you want to be, who you want uh, people to know you as or remember you by. You know, then sometimes I have to, you know, think myself. Um, and reevaluate, reassess my life. So I'm not trying to single anyone out. This is for everyone. You know, if we really want to respect ourselves. If we want to uh, be a role model for someone or our children to look up to something positive, you have to constantly evaluate yourself and assess yourself to see. Like I said, it's not easy. I, I grew up the, the chubby kid. You know, I'm always been whatever they want to call it. There's been so many names throughout the years. You know, chubby, husky. <laughs> I hated that word because you know, you go in a store, um, you go in Sears and Montgomery Wards and you're looking how they hang the, the sizes up on the ceiling and you know you had children and slim and then you had to sign husky I hated that but I've always you know been chubby or stocky and so sometimes like I said between what's said to you or uh, how people treat you you can feel bad or or try to conform to fit in but I just decided a long time ago you know size does not dictate who we are you know everyone knows their size don't really need anyone to ever comment about it or make comments to you do they? Yes, of course, people uh, don't think before they speak or they project their own insecurities onto you. And so that's what made me so quick witted at an early age. Someone would say something about my size. And I snap back. And, uh, you know, I was just standing up for myself, but I didn't let what they thought of me, an outward appearance let that affect me how I acted so you know I, I know people and I've known people even the ones I went to school with who you know cutting remarks they make us all feel bad but then it's what do you do about it if you have a strong belief system within you you know good and well size does not dictate who you are as a person and keep in mind when I was in school these remarks they came from not only students but they would come from teachers too you know I had some harsh teachers that would say things about uh, my size what I wore you know how it was and 
most of the time I just went unfaded about it because I knew who I was you know and that carried over into my adult uh, years as well no I'm not saying you know nothing ever bothers me or anything like that because yeah day to day is different but for the most part I would go unfaded about what others thought of me I'll listen to them I might listen to their opinion and then I think about is what they said to me of any value to me can I take anything positive away from it things I might can work on or is it all negativity things that I just need to hear and then release it because a lot of times we might hear negativity and we just keep going over and over in our head I like a, a term or a phrase they say now is people might live rent free in our head meaning we're always thinking about something negative that someone has said or done to us and we think about it over and over and we let it affect our lives on a daily basis meanwhile that person is probably not even thinking about us but they're living rent free in our head because we keep thinking about something negative that they've said or done to us if you encounter negative things negative speech negative actions if you have to do something to fix it or right or wrong do it but if it's something that we can't fix or we don't need to fix it might have just been said out of stupidity we hear it and we release it a guy I used to work with um because sometimes I can get a hot head when something happens and he was an older guy and he you know we we were pretty good friends at work and he told me one day man don't let it bother you too much he said you know what I do I relate I relax I release and you know we laughed about it but even driving home that evening I thought about it and I was like you know that's pretty good you might encounter something negative in your life that someone has said or done to you that day you might think about it which is the relate you might um you initial tendency might be to uh, that of anger or you might get mad or irritated then you relax and why keep on thinking about something negative something that doesn't really matter in your life and that's the release just let it go you know you even hurt yourself physically when you keep thinking about something negative uh, that someone has uh, said or done it messes with you even physically so that's what I try to do now relate 
relax, release, and just let it go. People are going to say things to us. Or they might have certain actions where we know what they're trying to imply. And like I said, if it's fueled from negativity, don't let it bother you. Release and move on. In reality, they're the ones hurting. They're the ones in pain. So don't try to conform or change what you stand for or what you've been taught all your life or what the way you've been living just to make someone else happy. Now, let me back up. Let me say this. Everyone can make changes. Everyone should make changes when they are warranted. So if we're wanting to become a better person, of course, we have to make changes. You get in a relationship, you marry someone. You may have to change habits that aren't good or conducive for that relationship to make your spouse happy. So I'm not talking about uh, being stuck in your ways and can't teach your old dog new tricks, nothing like that. Um, We make changes positive changes for ourselves and for those we love and those around us you know so I'm not talking about making positive changes but when it comes to changing who we are or what we believe in as a person uh, good values and good morals then yeah you have to stand firm And stay true to yourself. Stand for something or you fall for anything. And that that sentence encompasses so many things within our lives on a daily basis. And so, like I said, I challenge you to think about areas in your life where you might be bending what you stand for or who you are as a person just to make someone else happy or just to fit in. You know, if someone doesn't like the way you dress or the music you listen to or the way you wear your hair, your preference of entertainment or why you like things you do, That's a them problem. That's what I always uh, try to tell our kids. You know, don't make a them problem your problem. We are all unique. We are all children of God. He gave us free will. He gave us so many varieties in life that we can enjoy. You know, you think about what we have a variety of colors variety of taste a variety of individuality around the world you know that's what makes this world such a wonderful place variety 
It's not a bunch of robots that like the same thing, eat the same thing, do the same thing, listen to the same thing. We're all unique. What makes that individuality? So you have a big part in that individuality. Because as individuals, we have things that we like, that we don't like. You know, what we say, what we think, how we dress, what we do. The old song called People Make the World Go Round. And, you know, so many people doing different things, individual things, and having different likes and interests. And that's what makes the world go round. So never, ever change who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in just to conform into a mold or to please someone else be happy with who you are you have to love yourself and respect yourself and stand for something in order for other people to respect you and I'm going to keep on every episode I'm just going to emphasize that over and over that's the medicine we need daily to love ourselves to respect ourselves and that'll carry over in our relationships it'll carry over at our place of employment it'll carry over in business whatever we're doing people will know that we love and respect ourselves by our actions and by our speech what we believe in how we treat others you know people we can tell when someone's unhappy how can we tell that is because it's like a dark cloud looming over their head. No matter what we say, no matter what we do, they're going to find the negative, uh, negative aspect of whatever we're saying or doing. And we all know people like that. And what's the root cause? They're unhappy. Now, on the flip side, we can tell when people are positive when they're upbuilding, when they're motivating. And these are typical. Yeah, positive and upbuilding people is typically going to be those in our lives that we can think about. Um, that motivate us, that inspire us, that move us, support us, you know, that love and care for us. These are the positive people in our lives. And so 
you know, we don't want to be just takers, but we want to be those things to others as well. So there's so much negativity in the world, uh, so much hate. We don't want to be part of that. And I can typically look back in my life and the low points or the points that I'm not so proud of in my life. Those are the times I got away from um, standing for what I believe in. I got away from doing the things that I was taught that was instilled inside of me from a young age. Those are the times in my life that are low points. I got away from being who I was as a person. You know, what made me myself an individual? And you know, the, the good times of the high points in my life, I can look back and reflect on, you know, those are the times I was being true to myself. I was not only being uh, standing up for what I believed in, uh, but I was showing it. I was projecting it. And so I want that for all my listeners as well. To be proud of who you are, the things you do and say, what you stand for, what you project onto other people. I want it to be that of positivity, not negativity. I want you to stand up for yourself and what you believe in, uh, what you say, what you do, how you dress, you know, your likes, your dislikes. That's what makes you, you, the person you are. And like always, um, you know, I'm not trying to sit up here and preach to you or tell you what you need to be doing but these are things I work on too you know a lot of times when I'm talking to people I tell them I'm just sharing with you what I need to work on myself I'm talking to myself you just happen to be here listening to me to my conversation that's what I always say because I never want to be or feel like I'm the person who's always trying to tell people what to do. You know, I try to lead by example, but these are things that I work on daily that you'll hear in my podcast. You know, no one is perfect. As I mentioned, I have my good days and bad days. So some days I need to, excuse me, reflect on all of this myself. Get to the end of the end of the day, and I think, have I been true to myself and what I believe in? And if there were points in my day where I didn't feel like I was, then I think about what I need to do to change. And that's what I want for uh, my listeners. I challenge you to do that as well, because as I said in my previous episodes. We do things here at Love Is Your Medicine day by day. So 
if you come to that conclusion at the end of the day, like, wow, I could have done that better. I should have said this. I should have done that. Tomorrow's a new day. Do better tomorrow. Each day, do better than you did the day before. That's how we become better people and that's how we reach our goals. I never want you to feel like uh, you're taking on too much. Life is a progression and we we have to work on ourselves little by little to keep making ourselves a complete person. And uh, so when you come to this podcast, you're in a no no pressure zone. I'm a laid back guy. So, you know, if this episode hits you hard about being true to yourself, standing for something, then hey, jot down uh, some ideas and thoughts to yourself on where you see improvement. Be honest with yourself. And next to that, uh, what you write down, you just write down what improvements you can make. How can I change this? How can I make that better? Y'all should already know it's uh, no pressure here. It's full of love. We're loving ourselves. We're respecting ourselves. And when we do this daily, the people around us will take note of it. And they will respect us as well. And we will be happy. And we will be positive. And that's what we want. Love. Happiness. Positivity. Because when we're all of those things, we are a pleasure to be around. And we encourage people, not discourage people. And they want to be around us. So... That's what we're going for here in this podcast, working on little things daily to make ourselves a better person each and every day, a well-rounded person. So I truly hope that you found value in this episode of uh, stand for something or fall for anything. As always, I love to hear from my listeners Uh, You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and the the handle is Love Is Your Medicine Podcast. So you can find me on those social media outlets. I am now on uh, Spotify and, oh my goodness, so many... uh, places that I'm thankful to have uh, my podcast shared Uh, Apple so if you're an Apple user you can find me on there Love is Your Medicine podcast I'm on Amazon I'm on Google iHeart so whatever you listen to for podcasts look me up Uh, you may just find me on there And also uh, the main one, Spotify. So I encourage you to uh, find me on social media. 
I would love to hear from you there. Um, if you want to email me any feedback or comments, please do so at Mitch at the I would love to hear from you. Have a great day. Have a great week. Be happy. Be positive. Love yourself. Love is your medicine. So until next time, go and do great things. <laughs>